interesting I like the boring things I appreciate the little things I look for the special things I hello happy new year and welcome to Faithful Mindfulness. I'm Dr. Justin Meyer, a trauma-informed, board-certified therapist, pastor, seminary professor, and life coach. My life's goal and the goal of this podcast is to help people become everything that God has created them to be by overcoming and helping heal people from trauma, whether small or large, and to build resilience in their everyday lives to help them hear from God clearly and live the abundant life that Jesus came to give them. We do this through daily short devotionals, practicing gratitude, mindfulness exercises, and prayer. Well, we have come to the new year. You are listening to this on January 3rd, most likely, but I will tell you, Sean and I are recording this on New Year's Day to get ahead of the curve, and we want to say welcome and Happy New Year. We hope that so far the new year is treating you well and that you have decided on a theme and that you have your gratitude journals and maybe you're even thinking about words of affirmation for yourself to make the year 2022 the best year you've ever had. Well, for me in this 2022, my theme this year is physical health, but I'm also trying to dive deeper into spiritual practices. And so one of the things that I have done in this new year, even today, is to begin a new reading group that I was invited to. This reading group is reading through the book of Proverbs this entire month of January. So you read one chapter each day and Bishop Nolan McCants has asked us then to leave a reflection on what it is we have read so that we can grow. And this is a great little Facebook group. In fact, if you would like to be invited to it, even though you would be starting it a couple days late, you're more than welcome to participate in this group. Just get a hold of me on Facebook or email me at faithfulmindfulness at gmail.com and we will get you involved in the group and you can participate in this. So I mentioned this group not just to highlight that, yay, I'm doing something new spiritually, but also I'm mentioning this group because of the reading and the study and what I was involved in today and what I think the Lord was helping me realize and understand today. So we read today Proverbs chapter 1 and in Proverbs chapter 1 there is a verse that many of us have heard about. Many of us have had it explained to us or read to us in different ways. Maybe some of us have even used it in our own lives as we've shared about the way of Jesus or shared about God to other people. But these were my thoughts. In fact, let me just read to you. It's a a long piece of scripture. There's 33 verses, but let me read to you today what the scripture says from Proverbs chapter 1. The Proverbs of Solomon, King David's son from Israel. Their purpose is to teach wisdom and discipline, to help one understand wise sayings. They provide insightful instruction, which is righteous, just, and full of integrity. They make the naive mature, the young knowledgeable and discreet, the wise hear them and grow 
in wisdom. Those with understanding gain guidance. They help one understand proverbs and difficult sayings, the words of the wise and their puzzles. Wisdom begins with the fear of the Lord, but fools despise wisdom and instruction. Listen, my son, to your father's instruction. Don't neglect your mother's teachings, for they are a graceful wreath on your head and beads for your neck. My son, don't let sinners entice you. Don't go when they say, come with us. Let's set up a deadly ambush. Let's secretly wait for the innocent just for fun. Let's swallow up the living like the grave whole like those who go down into the pit. We'll find all sorts of precious wealth. We'll fill our houses with plunder. Throw in your lot with us and we'll share our money. My son, don't go on the path with them. Keep your feet from their way because their feet run to evil. They hurry to spill blood. It's useless to cast a net in the sight of a bird, but these sinners set up a deadly ambush. They lie in wait for their own lives. These are the ways of all who seek unjust gain. It costs them their lives. Wisdom shouts in the street. In the public square, she raises her voice. Above the noisy crowd, she calls out. At the entrances of the city gates, she has her say. How long will you clueless people love your naivety? Mockers hold their mocking deer, and fools hate knowledge. You should respond when I correct you. Look, I'll pour out my spirit on you. I'll reveal my words to you. I invited you, but you rejected me. I stretched out my hand to you, but you paid no attention. You ignored all my advice, and you didn't want me to correct you. So I'll laugh at your disaster. I'll make fun of you when dread comes over you, when terror hits you like a hurricane and your disaster comes in like a tornado, when distress and oppression overcome you. They will call me, but I won't answer. They will seek me, but won't find me because they hated knowledge and didn't choose the fear of the Lord. They didn't want my advice. They rejected all my correction. They will eat from the fruit of their way, and they'll be full on their own schemes. The immature will die because they turn away. Smugness will destroy fools. Those who obey me will dwell securely, untroubled by the dread of harm. So, this scripture stuck out at me for a couple of reasons, but maybe not the reasons you might think. It starts with this verse 7, and it's what I want us to focus on today. Verse 7, the fear of the Lord is the beginning of knowledge. Fools despise wisdom and instruction. Well, here has, is how I have generally heard this scripture explained. I've heard it explained that, you know, it's important to be scared of God. It's important to fear him. It's important to live in this fear that he could cast you into hell or that he could destroy you because he's that powerful. But what I find is that that interpretation of scripture really isn't that helpful. Because if we look 
at that scripture through the lens of Jesus. We have to find and know something else. And I think that interpretation of scripture does breed in us then fear and anxiety that might ultimately lead to depression. And so that interpretation of scripture I don't think is good or from God. In fact, over the past few years, as we've talked about before on this podcast, I've been working very hard to view Old Testament scripture through the lens of Jesus, right? It's known as a cruciform hermeneutic or a cruciform view of scripture, meaning a view of scripture through the cross, the cross of Jesus, a a way of looking at and revealing the meaning of scripture through looking at the self-sacrificing love of God through Jesus. So two scriptures come to mind then when I read that scripture. The first of which is 1 John 4.18, where it says, There is no fear in love, but perfect love drives out fear because fear expects punishment. The person who is afraid has not been made perfect in love. And then the second scripture that I'm sure you're very familiar with is 1 John 4.8 part B, for it says, For God is love. So, I would say that this scripture isn't asking people to be scared of God or for us to teach people to fear God or to be scared of God, but instead to recognize that most people start a journey of wisdom and a journey of faith in or with fear. Oftentimes, people who are most open to the ways of Jesus or most open to following Jesus are people who are living in trials, tribulations, and fear. And more often than not, they then transfer that idea or that perspective of fear as coming from God, right? If we are in trials and tribulations, we're saying, okay, why is God doing this to me? Or why is God punishing me? So we are living in fear because of our circumstances and our situations. But that's not what this scripture is challenging us to think about and to believe, is not to be people of fear, but instead possible application of the scripture might be that we should be on the lookout for people who are struggling with or living in fear so that we may share the liberating love and wisdom of Jesus, right? I want us to embrace in this new year the right view of God, that God truly is love and that God will not do anything in scripture or in the world outside the character of Jesus because God is like Jesus. Colossians chapter 1 starting at verse 15 makes this very clear that God is like Jesus. In fact, it says he is the image of the living God, but that God is like Jesus. He's always been like Jesus. There's never been a time that he has not been like Jesus. We've not always known that God is like Jesus, but now we do. And that changes 
everything. When we embrace the right view of God, we start to embrace what is truly love. And when we can embrace and start to know and understand the love of God, we can see how he can heal us. We can see how he can bring hope to our trials and tribulations. And not only that then, but by knowing and truly experiencing his abundant love, we begin to be transformed to share his love with others, which then brings community around us, which then brings healing through others around us. It is so important to have the right view of God in this coming year of 2022 that I think when we truly embrace the God of consensual love, the God who is love, the God who desires what is best for us and not whoever would desire to hurt us or anyone else, when we embrace that understanding of God, we will be transformed and on a journey of becoming who it is God has truly created us to be. So in this new year, let us embrace practices to help us become whole. Let us embrace practices to get to know the loving God, the sovereign God of the universe who created all things, but through his loving consent allows us to live and to be and have the opportunity to be transformed and love others. So let me ask, what are your affirmations. I'm not going to ask you to mail them in or anything like that, but I want you to remember the importance of affirmations. If you don't remember the talk about affirmations, please go back and listen to last Monday's episode. But remember, stating those affirmations and writing them down is very important for us because what is, is critical for our understanding is realizing that our lives move in the direction of our most dominant thoughts. So that's the first thing. What are your affirmations? The second thing I want to encourage you to do now is to take out your gratitude journal. Start a new gratitude journal with the new year or take out your smartphone or your tablet and let us write down three things that we are thankful for today that as we remember, as we write down every day three things that we are thankful or grateful for, it changes the chemistry of our brain, it creates new neuropathways, and we begin to embrace a more positive life and are able to view different things in our lives through a more positive and grace-filled lens. So, what are you thankful for today? I am thankful for a new year and new opportunities. I am thankful for new patients uh, that I was able to sign up that I will be able to begin counseling with. I am thankful for this new foot detox machine that Sarah got me and the family for Christmas. 
I will tell you what the water looks like when it's done is gross and icky, but the feeling that that I get from doing it makes me feel really good. In fact, Sean, Pastor Sean used it. I don't know completely what he thinks about it, but he does think it's pretty unique and probably a good thing. So Pastor Sean has even used it. So I'm thankful for those things. And I am thankful for these warm, fuzzy socks that Sarah gave me this morning. They are hers and they are purple with lots of light colored polka dots. So they definitely look like they're hers, but they are keeping my feet very warm this morning. So, what are three things that you are thankful for today? Take a deep breath in through your nose, out through your mouth, in through your nose, out through your mouth. And as you write those three things down, take a moment to try to feel the gratitude internally inside your body as you give thanks and praise and honor to a good and gracious God, for he provides everything that is good in our lives. And take a deep breath with me in through your nose and out through your mouth. And we would ask if you are currently operating a motor vehicle that you would please pull over to the side of the road or pause the podcast until you get home so that you can get to a safe and comfortable place so that you can participate in this healing mindfulness exercise in a safe, calm, and relaxing place. So take another deep breath with me in through your nose and out through your mouth, in through your nose, and out through your mouth. And gently begin to close your eyes and relax. Relax and feel yourself sinking deeper and deeper and deeper into your chair. Find yourself feeling a calm fall over you. Feel yourself just letting the worries that might surround you dissolve away. And take another deep breath with me in through your nose and out through your mouth. In through your nose and out through your mouth. And as we sit in comfort and relaxation, I want to ask you, what is one thing that you're looking forward to in the new year? One thing that you're looking forward to doing? Whether it's large or small, it's something that brings you a bit of excitement. It's something that you could be doing this week. It could be something that you're doing in the next month or three months or six months, but something that you are looking forward to that you have some anticipation of doing. Picture yourself doing that in your mind right now. And now I want you to picture yourself as you're participating in that that activity. Try to feel what doing that feels like, what, what accomplishing that one thing that you're looking forward to feels like. And let that feeling of accomplishment, that feeling of joy, maybe even that feeling of excitement and a touch of adrenaline, let it now pass over your body. 
let it feel your body. Let yourself try to feel it internally. The electricity or the warmth or the prickliness of of that feeling, let it overcome you now. And as we look forward and embrace those things that we are looking forward to, in His goodness, the Lord has allowed our body to stimulate our hippocampus and allow dopamine to flow over our brains, a hormone bath, and it allows us to bring some healing to our brain and move our processing and thinking to a more logical area of our brain closer to the frontal lobe. And take a deep breath in through your nose and out through your mouth in through your nose and out through your mouth and just allow that feeling of completeness and joy grab a hold of you and let us know that all good things come from God and it is him who gives us the opportunity and the power and the strength to have those great moments and opportunities in our life. Let us pray. Gracious, gracious God, thank you for today. Thank you for a new year. Thank you for new beginnings. Thank you for being a loving God who seeks to have us know you not by fear and trembling, but by wise understanding and knowledge and experience to know you through joy, to know you through love, to know you through compassion, to know you through mercy. Gracious God, thank you for all the blessings that you bring into our lives. Thank you for the opportunity and the access for healing. Thank you, Lord, for creating us in a way that science has allowed us to know that you have programmed us with ways to heal ourselves and to be healed by your Holy Spirit. Gracious God, open us up to knowing and understanding all the goodness that you have for us. And we ask these things in Jesus' name. Amen and amen. Well, we have come into the new year, and I know many of you may have goals, resolutions, or themes you wish to accomplish. And I want you to know that Sean and I here at Faithful Mindfulness are here to help you accomplish those things and become everything that God has created you to be. So I want to encourage you that if you would like our help during this new year, please get a hold of us. We are here to help you, whether it be with counseling or life coaching or just being a person to talk to. If you are a person who is looking to better your life in the next year, we would love to walk that journey with you. So please, if you will, find us on Facebook at Faithful Mindfulness. That is where a majority of our things are posted, but you can also follow us on Instagram and Twitter. And know that you can get a hold of us at any time by emailing us at faithfulmindfulness at gmail.com. You are more than able to give me a phone call by finding my phone number at the church at www.rethinkfaith.com. 
org and going to the contact page the phone number to contact me on is listed on that website we would also invite you if you would like to online to join us at the journey or to come see us in person in odessa but we want you to know that we are here for you. Producing numerous resources is our goal this year to truly help you become everything that God has created you to be. Amen? Amen. Well, I would like to thank you for joining us today here at Faithful Mindfulness. I would like to thank Pastor Sean Steele for all his work on this podcast. He does it so well, and the ways that it sounds professional and amazing are because of him. I would also like to thank my lovely daughter, Lillian Meyer, who does our intro and outro music. Uh, You can always find her on Spotify and iTunes by looking for Lily, L-I-L-L-Y, Meyer, M-E-I-E-R, and finding some of her music under the title of Dandelion Kisses. So look for that, and uh, please follow her if you would like. And most of all, we just want you to know we appreciate you being part of the Faithful Mindfulness family and listening to us on Spotify, listening to us on Anchor, and listening to us on Apple Podcasts. If you would like to support us, please leave us a positive review wherever you can, and you can actually give to our podcast on Anchor. So, thank you so much. We hope that you have a wonderful new year, and we look forward to talking with you and spending time with you tomorrow. little things I look for the special things, oh I oh I appreciate the little things in life